Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. In case you listeners did not already know, our team had the immense privilege to travel to Reading, Pennsylvania, which served as the site of the 2022 LS Pro Tennis Challenge. Now, if you missed any of that action, you didn't get the chance to see Sumit Nagal capture the title. You didn't have the opportunity to watch in awe of the talent of 18-year-old American Mike. Zang. You can go catch up on each of the matches from the weekend's play over on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel. However, as part of our coverage of the event, we also had the opportunity to speak with each of the participants. That means having 5, 10, 15-minute conversations with players like Sumit Nagal, like a Michael Zang, Ryan Harrison, Hugo Gaston. It was a fantastic weekend for our Cracked Rackets team. Of course, we got to watch some fabulous tennis unfold but also got a chance to speak with so many players who, of course, have accomplished so many cool things in the professional tennis world on the Cracked Interviews podcast over the next few days. What we want to do for you listeners is offer you a chance to listen to those conversations. Now, of course, you could have already heard them, and you can go watch those conversations over on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel as, of course, we spoke with each of these players as part of Media Day at this LS Pro Tennis Challenge. So if you'd like to see my smiling face or perhaps, more importantly, the smiling faces of all of these players. You can do so by going to listen or watch these uh, interviews over on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel. Of course, we are also, though, a podcast platform, and what we wanted to do is turn that media day into various episodes of the Cracked Interviews podcast for all of you listeners. With that said, what we have for all of you Cracked Rackets fans, five conversations with each of the players we spoke to on media day. Unfortunately, we did not have the chance to chat with Nick Bible, but if you'd like to hear more from him, be sure to go check out the interview we did with him at last year's LS Pro Tennis Challenge. Again, coming up over the next few days, conversations with players like Hugo Gaston, Michael Zhang, Ryan Harrison, and so much more. Of course, again, a massive shout out to our friends at LS for the opportunity to work the event. A massive shout out as well to our friends at Swing Vision, who of course support this Cracked Interviews podcast day in, day out, and are on the forefront of everything happening in terms of artificial intelligence intelligence within the professional tennis world. Simply put, folks, the Swing Vision app is the most efficient way to improve your game in the modern era. All you got to do, download the Swing Vision app. Then each time you step on the court, what you'll do is turn on that app. You'll set up your camera on a back fence, on a back curtain. You'll record your hitting session. Swing Vision is going to help you do the rest. What they'll do, they'll break down the film for you. They'll show you the makes. They'll show you the misses. You want to divide things up, forehands, backhands, serves. They'll show it all to you. And again, that way you can learn what are the things I need to get better at moving forward. You're not going to have to waste time watching back all that film because, of course, Swing Vision's technology will go ahead and do that for you. To learn more, just check out the link in the description to each of our Cracked Interviews podcast feed. When you inevitably, though, do sign up for Swing Vision, make sure you use our promo code CRACK20. Not only will it let them know we sent you there, you also get $20 off plus a free 14-day pro trial. Again, we are immensely grateful for the support we get from our friends at Swing Vision. The least we can do, ask you to support them as well. Learn more by clicking on that link in the description to each episode. With that said, Let's get to it. Here are our conversations from the 2022 LS Pro Tennis Challenge. The man that sees driving. 
Welcome back, Crack fans. We have our final interview here on Media Day of the 2022 LS Pro Tennis Challenge. And don't tell any of the other players I said this, but we may have just saved our best interview for last as we are joined by one of the hottest players in all levels of tennis right now. You know him best as the junior boys singles Wimbledon finalist. I know him. It's our friend Michael Sake. Michael, welcome to our Cracked Interviews booth here. Let's start. Obviously, big picture. It's been a busy summer for you. How are you feeling, my friend? Yep. Uh, thanks for the introduction. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's been uh, it's been a great summer. Uh, some success, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm looking to build on that, of course, and uh, have a good fall in, in college, and then yeah, hope to do well here, and then just keep keep things going. I love that. Yeah, it's been somewhat successful summer. You make a junior slam final. I would agree. I think it's been somewhat successful, and you know, again, I want to take us back to three years ago, 2020, two years ago, however you want to say it, because word on the street is the, at the time, Lotto, now obviously LS Pro Tennis Challenge from that 2020 summer, you participated in it as a 16-year-old, and you got that opportunity to compete with guys like Dennis Kudla, Ty Kwiatkowski. What does it mean to you two years later to be back at this event? Yeah, it's obviously a very cool event. Mm -hmm. I think two years ago, that was probably the first time where I got to experience the higher level against like professional players sure and then yeah it was just a great experience overall and then i'm like super happy to be back here again i think even it's a field that's even stronger than it was two years ago so it's, it's amazing to be back here what's it like to play on a court like this i can't imagine you've played on a lot like them in your career no it's a, it's a f- amazing uh amazing town amazing facility it's just like super nice family they make mm-hmm. you feel very welcome and then the court is amazing it's single court very quiet peaceful honestly perfect for playing tennis have you had any chocolate chip cookies yet uh, not yet yeah because you're 18 so you can get away with it still so i'll put the count at six for you today and then six tomorrow and we'll keep working our way through um you mentioned obviously the opportunity to compete with some professional players a few years ago i want to ask you about wimbledon and i know you've been asked about it a million times let's just start with the grass court tennis itself now i'm sure winning makes everything feel good i hate grass court tennis i think it's miserable i'm curious what your first experience uh, was like with it yeah yeah, honestly, I didn't enjoy it either. <laughs> yeah. It was a tough transition for yeah. sure. I think my dad was the one telling me that my game would suit grass. Okay, sure. I was like, it's tough. You know, I'm not hitting the ball that well. Yeah. But then, you know, Wimbledon was a little bit different where the courts are, the bounce is a, light, a little bit better, similar to more similar to hard. And then I think I just kind of found my groove where I get a couple matches in. And then, you know, I think I think at one point I was like, I found it. This is, yeah. this is it. And then uh, I kind of just went with it. And then, you know, I was expecting to make the finals but uh mm-hmm. obviously i just took it one match at a time and then it just kind of happened and then obviously a great result and then you know i'm, I'm, I'm happy that happened yeah it was it was a decent result to say the <laughs> least and obviously sebastian and uh he was playing with alex yep, i want to say alex, were yep. the junior wimbledon uh doubles champions and certainly over the years riley opelka former champion noah rubin beating stefan kozlov famously well i guess now a decade ago so not famously to you but famously to kids my age um you know with that said 
I'm curious uh, what it's like because you, you're around peers and other players and certainly coming off of Kalamazoo, guys like Martin Dom, Ethan Quinn, Samir Banerjee, who was the junior Wimbledon champion last year. How could I forget? Or finalist, excuse me, last year. Finalist or champion? Champion. 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 Yeah, he won it, excuse yep. me, last year. Um, these are your peers. These are the people you see having these successes. I know it's a cliche question. When you see Ethan winning a pro singles title earlier this summer on the SoCal Pro Circuit or, again, see Martin go win a pro singles title, do those things inspire you? Do those things actually in your head make you think, you know what, like, I've played Martin since I was nine. Like, I think I can go do that now. Yeah, I think for sure. I think mm-hmm. we're, I think the U.S. is at a point where there's a lot of good young players that are coming up. Uh, and for sure, it's when you see, like, other guys that you've been training with do well, it, uh, it gives you a lot of confidence. And then you're like, if they can do it, I can do it as well. And then that's when I think everyone starts shooting up where the level just keeps getting higher and higher. No, no doubt about it. And looking at the Kalamazoo field this year, I was talking about this with your dad a little bit earlier. While I think, was that your first professional massage it had it looked like it might have been uh yeah it was one of the few that i thought yeah one of the few executive trainer (laughs) obviously putting in some work on michael much needed 18 years old a lot of sores uh for him but you know again uh just more broadly you have these sorts of experiences and you know again you get to play at in a kalamazoo field like that where martin ethan alex sebastian ozon I, i can keep listing names do you feel that? Like, I, I'm curious what that week at Kalamazoo was like. You're coming in, hottest thing since sliced bread, you know, junior Wimbledon singles finalist. What that week was like for you. Obviously, you make the quarterfinals. I know Martin trips you up, but it's pretty darn good showing, in my opinion. I'm curious what you thought about the week and just was there a buzz on the grounds? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, I had confidence coming in. I was doing well. I was playing well at the future before. I think mm-hmm. I had a slight hip injury. But um, then, yeah, I mean, Wimbledon, I was building off it. I think I was playing good. And then coming in, pretty good results. Uh, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy. It was a pretty good week. Uh, obviously, losing to Marty was tough. Uh, you know, you always want the wild card, but yeah. I was close. But uh, yeah, I think he was just like the better player in that match. And uh, yeah, he served really well. And then against guys like that, you know, he, they can beat anyone. So it's like, yeah, I think it's a good experience to build off of. And then honestly, I think I was more happy about doubles. Uh, it's, yeah. It was one of the better uh, doubles results I've had so far. Sure. And I, it's, I feel like I played great in dubs as well. So honestly, it's, I think it's a positive experience to build off of. Do you ask for a Qualies wild card? Uh, I mean, yes. Like I, I kind of was asking, like maybe if I could get it. Yeah. But uh, they said I'm like one of the guys, uh, maybe one of the next guys. Next in line. Yeah, I mean, much, justifiably yeah. so. By the way, again, given the summer you've had, and there are a lot of good guys to choose from, right? Certainly, Ethan as a Kalamazoo finalist, deserving of one. And you know, Lerner's got to get that main draw wild card. He was sensational uh, in the Kalamazoo final. With that said. You know, some of those guys are going pro. You're headed off to Columbia, and we were talking about it before the interview started. You're about two weeks away from moving in, and let me just tell you, first week, about as much fun as you'll have as a human being. And you're like, this is real, and it is real, my friend. Uh, with that said, why was? And I know this success has come more recently, but you've been a blue chip. You've been a guy at the top of your class for all of your junior career. Why college? Why Columbia? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was like a pretty interesting experience going through. <laughs> the college uh, recruiting stuff but uh, yeah I mean I think Columbia just the education which was very important for like my family and I uh, it's I mean it's right up there with some of the best schools in the country and then I think I just gelled well with the teammates and I knew like a lot of the guys on the team grew up uh, with like the guys that were getting recruited there and like the Kotzen, the Sachin I mean Samir was originally headed there as well <laughs> sure. and then yeah I, I like the coaching
coach a lot, uh, Howie, great guy. And then Rich was the one recruiting me. I had a great relationship with them. And then honestly, for me, it was close to home as well. And then uh, honestly, for me, it was honestly between two schools, Columbia and Stanford. And then, yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, I think I just gelled a little bit better with the team. How frequently it is between Columbia and Stanford. A real prisoner's <laughs> choice. Uh, pr prisoner's dilemma there for you. Obviously, two good choices. I love Howie. I'm such a big Howie. Not, not nothing against Paul, by the way, over at Stanford. And yeah, I, I guess I'm on first name basis with them, bases with them now. But I mean, Howie's the man. I think you made the right choice. And obviously, what the Lions have done over the past decade, the guys they're bringing in, exceptional as well. With all the junior success you've had this fall, I'm not going to ask you a Samir-like question where you think about switching schools. But I will ask: Did you all consider taking the fall off, playing more pro events, just kind of riding the hot streak and riding the hot hand that you have on court? Uh, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think taking the fall off was ever like on consideration. <laughs> but we're always thinking about maybe a couple years and then <laughs> down the road see how it goes. And then if I'm still, you know, improving and then at that level and still have that ambition, yeah, I'd give it a try. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I'm just not ready yet physically to just sure. go like weeks uh, on the road and then just like my body just wants to stay in against some of the stronger older guys so yeah, for, for yeah. sure and you know again worse things in life than to spend some time at college um are you going to compete in the college events this fall are you looking forward to getting after it yeah for sure i think it's gonna be exciting uh against some of the you know college tennis has been getting better and mm -hmm. the players everyone there can play so it's gonna be great competition do you watch ben shelton and think okay i'm making the right choice <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he uh he's the guy i think the hottest guy right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's probably number one yeah. you're like five you're like five on the list yeah. but you're up there uh in terms of the americans well again last two questions for you then i promise i'm gonna let you go your game right now for fans who have never just uh, seen it describe what it is you think you do best on court oh uh, i think uh, i'm a guy that uh defends well on the forehand side uh likes to look for my forehand i think i have a good forehand and then when i'm making a lot of first serves i think i'm good and uh i've been trying to develop the transition game more and okay. just trying to be a little more aggressive and coming in mm -hmm. i noticed the word backhand wasn't used there is that purposeful uh my backhand has always been i would say that a little bit a little bit of the weaker side has gotten a lot better recently that's what i like to hear and then yeah it's gone i think it's gotten more solid and then it's a side i can trust more i think mm -hmm. last two questions for you again as you as you make the transition to the college game it sounds like that transition game that's what you'll be most focused on improving yeah i think for sure i think uh you know in today's game where everyone can just grind forever from the baseline i think uh developing the transi transition game is important where you have guys like cressy doing better now yeah, sure and then yeah i think everyone is just trying to shorten points a little bit more mm -hmm. it's important final question for you Columbia is a good school. If not tennis, what will you be studying at Columbia? Uh, right now, I'm undecided. Okay. But I was thinking maybe economics or maybe political science, something okay. like that. I don't think anyone's ever majored in that before. So obviously, <laughs> yeah. no, that's a great choice for you. And uh, again, Michael, the success you've had this whole summer and throughout the course of your junior career. It's been phenomenal to follow. So really looking forward to getting to watch your game here this weekend. I was joking around with our Crack Rackets uh, partners. All due respect to the Ryan Harrisons, Hugo Gastones of the world. I've seen them play. I haven't gotten to enjoy as much Michael Zhang as I would like. So congratulations to you on all of your success and looking forward to a fun weekend here. Thank you, Alex. Yep, appreciate that. Yep.